world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in, well some sort of nation welcome to it good morning comrade yes good morning comrade how are how you how are you i am good. fine good uh, isn't the, bread, the party wonderful the bread lines will be starting soon yes i have my place oh so. we actually will be in the back of the line that's the good news uh, so you know, my friend <laughs> You're so going to wish you never had that gastric bypass. <laughs> you're going to wish you never had it. You're going to want to pack on as much as you possibly can. So if you this is Friday. We're taping the show remotely still. That's why we haven't had guests on. Um, so it looks like Joe Biden and uh, Kamala or Kamala Harris are our new presidents and vice president or whatever. Well, I mean, it's just going to be Kamala and whoever she chooses, I guess, right? I, I would imagine there's going to be a huge legal battle and there's going to be fights and there's going to be, you know, Supreme Court. And, you know, what at this point, I'm so detached mm. uh, about the whole system. I, I really am. Uh, you know what? Hold your family and your loved ones tight and do the best you can because it's it's going to get much worse. Well, you know, we were talking about that off air and and I'm the same way and it got to a point it gets and I think there's so many of us. The the good news on this side is there are 70 million Americans who think the way we do. And I think that holds out whatever hope that there is and that was the highest number of recorded uh, votes for a Republican president in history, which means that many, many, many millions of of um, Democrats voted properly. We knew that this election, you know, they basically said it. You know, we said this a year ago or two years ago. The masks have come off. Yes, and it is it, the 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 fraud was blatant, and they laughed all the way through it the problem the republicans had always had because the republicans are imbeciles and anything that the republican uh rnc does they're like we apologize for winning i'm sorry we won this time we we promise we won't do that again if that kind of blatant fraud where you had postal uh office managers holding back vote dumps that were just brought there and telling their employees to uh, put them aside so they can be hand-stamped for the day prior uh, so that they would be counted. And all of the uh, votes coming in were for Donald Trump, hundreds of thousands of votes after uh, the election was over were for all for Donald Trump. 
uh, they would have burned down the friggin' post offices and, and, and polling places. You know, the elites, the media, and the big tech, they don't even care that the average American knows what's going on. No, you, you know no. what I mean. Like no, you said, right. the, the mask is off. No, they don't care. No, they don't care anymore. So we, you know that. You know, I mean, when Time Magazine a few years ago came out, we're all socialists now. They, they took their masks off at that point. We we are, and this Joe Biden is a paper suit. The guy's a frigging sock puppet, and you're going to see that. I don't even think he makes it to inauguration day because <laughs> on um, you know, and I'm being I'm, I'm being. A completely honest they have him set up in six ways from sunday uh nbc on election night did you see that they came out and said oh maybe there is something to this biden corruption thing maybe it should be looked into on election night they said. yeah they'll wait until after he's the inauguration then they'll go after him yep. he'll have to step down and for one uh, of two reasons either yep. nancy pelosi's 25th amendment or the corruption corruption thing will come up he'll have to step down so she can take over which was the plan the uh, you know people are like oh well at least we held on to the senate so we don't have to worry <laughs> so, i don't i don't look, care but they're I don't all the same it's, it's just gonna what you're gonna have that idiot from uh from maine making decisions come on she's yeah. gonna she's gonna vote with the uh, with the democrats so the new uh the new data from the nssf seven million new gun owners up until october 31st and many so, of them are liberals yes so we have two more months to go. So I just, just for the hell of it, I took $7 million and I divided it by 50 states. And on average, that's 140,000 new gun owners per state. Right. Obviously, New Jersey would be less. But let's take half. So 70,000 new gun owners, right? Okay. In, in New Jersey. I just took, a, you know, just, just for the hell of it. That's a lot of new gun owners. But you know what? You're absolutely right. They're 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 not going to vote. You know the Supreme nope. Court. So we ended up getting three seats, and who knows what's going on with the Senate? Who knows what's going on with the House? We all need to stop focusing so much on this and start worrying about ourselves and our families absolutely. and our savings and stuff. Absolutely, because this is all absolutely. theater. Yes. It's all theater. I would get out of the stock market now, get into freaking gold. I'm not a an investment advisor, and boy, I've made some boneheaded errors. But I am not in the stock market at all and i am heavily invested in in uh in uh, gold and silver bullion the big tech masters of the universe all of the rich elites all of hollywood yep. Yep. all of the yep. political class they're they've all been exposed the masks are off this is the way it is now we have a three-tiered system in this country let's review one more time for our new listeners so the first tier is the political elites and the rich the glitterati the second tier is the illegals and, and the criminals. And the third tier is we the people, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. So now, after this election where everything has been exposed, know your place. Right. Okay? Right. Unfortunately, we have, to, we, yep, we have to know our place now. It's not going to change. No. All right? Our, our governor, he released 2,500 criminals this week. Uh, three or four were arrested for committing crimes, like within the first day they were released. <laughs> That's a major uh, surprise. Yes, ICE picked up a hundred of them outside the uh, prisons. 
that had uh, detainers on them. And our Attorney General Gruel had a hissy fit because he picked up these people that were wanted for other crimes. Don't worry, that will stop in another two, mo- two or three months. Correct. Correct. 95 New Jersey prisoners released ahead of schedule Wednesday were picked up by federal immigration officers, okay? More than 2,200 were released statewide. And he's not done. Murphy is going to continue to release at least 100 a week from now until where is it? Where is it? Uh, a th- uh, estimate another 1,000 people could be released from between now and January. Every one of them that's getting released gets a $25 grocery card and $150 in cash. <laughs> Where is, where's my cash? I would like a grocery card and some cash. Are you and, serious? Yes, and many of them tested positive for COVID while they were in oh, prison good. as well. Good. Okay, so he's reducing sentences for a fairer New Jersey. Uh, oh, and guess what? Pot's legal now, so yay. Did you see did you see what Oregon did? Oh my god. So voters in Oregon approved the ballot measure Tuesday that will decriminalize the possession of hard street drugs, heroin, methamphetamines, and cocaine, okay? The measure also sets up free addiction recovery centers funded by tax revenue. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's backwards. Uh, We have people living on the street. We have hardworking Americans, first-generation immigrants, fifth-generation people living on the streets, living check-to-check, can't feed their families. And this is our priority. Okay, this this is our priority. I can't. I can't even. I I I, don't, I can't even begin to think where we have gone in this country. Dave Workman and I are uh, from uh, Liberty Seat. We're going back and forth in emails here. Uh, so let's talk about uh, how much time do we have left? Oh, about uh, six minutes. Okay, so the shot show is a no go. Okay, yep. we've talked we've talked about that already, right? And uh, it was canceled. Who knows what else is going to be canceled? It's just it's just just a cluster. But Murphy is preparing us for the next lockdown. By the way, his press conference on uh, Thursday said he's ready to enact new measures, and I predicted that. I said after the election, right? If he locks us down, if Biden is the president, then he'll get ten billion in bailout funds to fund, refund pensions and it's you know and all their mismanagement, but. Uh, you know, it's all the retailers, they make a lot of money, you know, mall people and retail businesses. So everything's going to go to Jeff Bezos right? Uh, instead because, you know, he doles the money out to all our political class. So uh, be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. Restaurants and everything are still at 25%. We're still at stage two of reopening. But I have uh, ANJRPC NRA. Our lawsuit for indoor gun ranges is still at the Third Circuit. And we never pulled that case. So because what happened was we had a conference on a Thursday Thursday morning and with both sides with the judge from the Third Circuit. And the judge said he would make his determination by the following Thursday. But if both sides could come to terms before then, he would appreciate it. And what, in fact, had happened was on Tuesday's press conference, Murphy allowed indoor gun ranges to open again. But we never pulled the case. So if he locks down the state again, all non-essential uh we're going to turn that lawsuit on again so i shouldn't be closed for more than a week or so 
uh, all gun ranges in New Jersey, by the way. But the mom and pops are going to die. See, now my philosophy is let this time, why don't we shut down all the big box stores and let all the small stores survive? How's that for a joke? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to be screwed. It's coming again. He needs to do this again. It's about control. He's in month eighth, uh, month eight of uh, his uh, running uh, everything in a state of emergency. We have no legislative branch. We have no judicial branch in New Jersey. We're approaching that now at the federal level. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Are we going pure socialism, Sandy? Is it, is it here? It's here. It's here, right? I guess it's here, and that's why gun sales are up and ammo sales are up, because uh, we're going to end up, uh, you know, like a tin pot dictatorship. I've well, never seen anything like this. I've never. never seen anything like it either. And you didn't think it could. You, you know, this is the answer to all those people who said, eh, it can't happen here. Yeah. So now the only thing that made me feel good is between Florida and a few other stink swing states, Bloomberg took $100 million of his hard-earned money that he would normally use for anti-gun agendas directly, and he squandered it, and everybody that he backed lost well, that was the money you saw. Yeah. You know, he oh, took yeah. a whole lot of money and he put it into something called the Transition Integrity Project. And the Transition Integrity Project was a think tank and war game to overthrow the election of Donald Trump. And that's exactly what you're seeing playing out right now, including what they termed the red mirage, was what was happening. While you thought Trump was winning, they were working in key states, in key areas that they controlled. And they started this process in 2019 because, again, they were right out in the open this time. And they knew the news media is on their side. They know that the postal service is on their side. They know that that's why they push so hard for mail-in ballots, because that they know that the Democrats, by and large, love to vote by mail. Take a listen to this audio. It is a clip from an HBO special uh, during an interview with a company called Hawkfish, who the CEO is Josh Mendelson. Now, Hawkfish is an organization funded entirely uh, by the Bloomberg uh, companies and was a main participant in that transition integrity project. Here's Mendelssohn talking about what he calls the red mirage. See if anything rings true with what you're seeing right now. Hawkfish is a company that's started by Michael Bloomberg that does work for the DNC that's doing work for pro-Biden super PACs. And you have a model scenario called the Red Mirage. What does that mean? The reason we talk about a Red Mirage is, in fact, because we believe that on election night, we are going to see Donald Trump in a stronger position. We are sounding an alarm and saying that this is a very real possibility, that the data is going to show on election night an incredible victory for Donald Trump. That is likely to be what we see when every legitimate vote is tallied and we get to that final day, which will be someday after election day, it will in fact show that what happened on election night was exactly that, a mirage. We are so screwed, man. So, you know, we uh, voted in New Jersey and they voted to legalize uh, recreational marijuana. You all know that, right? So uh, remember, we talk about this a bajillion times, pass this on to your friends and family. Once 
recreational marijuana is fully legalized. You can bang or you can bong. You can't do both. John Petrolino just wrote an article for Ammo Land as well. Uh, the federal 4473 form, question 21E, make sure you read it. Federal law supersedes state and local law. If you have a recreational or medicinal marijuana card, you cannot possess firearms. So if you have a firearms ID card and you go get a recreational marijuana card, you are now a felon. So you have to sell your guns and surrender your FID card before you pick up your prescription. Please let your friends and family know that. I don't know if the databases talk to each other, probably not, but if the police pulled you over or if they came to your house for something or whatever the case may be, many scenarios are going to arise, but the lawyers are going to get rich off of this because of ignorance. Uh, my emails and messages on social media have been blowing up. Uh, with people asking me, oh, I want to get recreational marijuana. Well, what about my guns? Well, what about your guns? <laughs> what about your guns? Get what rid of your guns. Other? Get rid of the guns. Uh, all right. You cannot, you cannot have both. So uh, until the cannabis industry is fully taken over by the big tobacco companies and they lobby to remove that restriction, that's what you're going to have to deal with. That's why when you own a gun, alcohol and prescription drugs are not a disqualifier. Right. Well, uh, the good news is uh, the Harris administration is going to make sure that you don't have to worry about your guns. Mm. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun for Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, Shipbags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top. Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The Ship Baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The Ship Baggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. Ah! 
With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Okay, and we're back. Come on, man. I'm in the middle of a stretch. <laughs> oh, no, no reason to move to Venice. Come on, man. No reason to move. No reason to move to Venezuela. Venezuela came to us. Yeah, Venezuela. <laughs> the new Venezuela, not the old Venezuela that was rolling in money. Yeah, yeah. the new one. The new so, one. So, some housekeeping. Marty's Get ready v- for rolling blackouts. <laughs> It's well, California has those already. Yes, they do. Coming to a neighborhood near you, Marty's V Burger, Marty's V Mention Gun for Hire, get 20% off. If you can't come to New York City, go to Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. But go visit Marty if you're in the city. Yes, NY Tax Defense, get your insurance in all of New York City, New York State. Mention Gun for Hire, and you get a 10% discount. U.S. Law Shield. Insurance or protection in 49 states. Mention Gun for Hire, get 10% off. Do not forget to pick up your copy of Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino III. Available on Amazon, and in a week or three, it will be available at the Gun for Hire range and retail store. If you want to know about the Knives, go get the Legal Blade app uh, set up by Doug Ritter from Knife Rights. We'll show you... Uh, if your knives are legal or illegal in every state and many cities listed on the app. I don't have to worry about that anymore. I, I somehow lost all my knives. Nice. The great one, Evan Knappen, has the Gun Lawyer podcast. Please listen to it. You will love his style and presentation, and you will cry after each show. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even more <laughs> the upcoming shows, I'm sure. <laughs> so what's going on at lawsuits? Because that's all we have left. That's all which, we have, which, which, which that's after, going to. <laughs> after the Supreme Court dropped our Drake case, after the Supreme Court dropped our Rogers case, I, 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 whatever. Right. I, but here's the deal. ANJRPC has a carry case now. That will be headed to the New Jersey Supreme Court that we will try to get to the Supreme Court. FPC, Second Amendment Foundation, and NJ2AS have launched a dump of lawsuits as well. (laughs) All right. Uh, And they've also launched a lawsuit over carry in New York City. And then we have a a carry case for New York State, the Beach case. So there's lawsuits everywhere federal lawsuits being filed everywhere by nj2as anjrpc nra saf and fpc okay we have the all of these are multiple parallel lawsuits and you, then you see people post the negative stuff oh i see fpc posted a, a case why didn't the nra do anything well the nra <laughs> did already uh, a week earlier and it's not a bad thing guys you have to remember to get cases to the supreme court is is like finding a needle in a proverbial haystack the more cases we have the more angles we have from these professional organizations the better yeah. It's not a competition here. Do you understand? Of course, all of these two A organizations want to be the one to have their case picked. When the Supreme Court dropped the 10 cases back in May or June or whatever, there was SAF, FPC, NRA, ANJRPC, self-funded Cheeseman case there. There was a multitude of cases out of those 10 cases. It wasn't just one organization. And then what happens is when the Supreme Court takes a case, you'll, ru- you'll see that all of these other two 
AAA organizations will write briefs to add to those cases, right? So everybody works together because in the end, we all win. Going on social media and knocking the NRA, the SAF, the FPC, stop it. Stop it, okay? Mark Cheeseman and Jay Factor are working on a case right now in New Jersey. We have to support all of them. Who knows which one is going to get delayed in, a, in an appellate court or a state court or a district court? Who knows which one is going to get over the finish line? Again, we have the California Magban case. We have the New Jersey Magban case. We have the Hawaii carry case. We have the New York State carry case. Those are the furthest ahead. All of these other lawsuits were filed by all the gun rights groups are a good thing. It's not a competition. Please. Yeah, well said. I'm so tired of reading the shit. I just keep leaving groups. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just keep leaving groups because I can't take it anymore. Like, we, we got, look, at we're outnumbered now, okay? We're yeah. outnumbered. Yeah. We're, we're the third tier. Yeah, Wake the real up. enemy is at the door. Yeah. Wake up. You want to attack people? Attack the second tier and the first tier. We're the third tier. We're all in this together. You know what it's like, Sandy? It's like you sitting in a cell and me sitting in a cell, and I'm complaining because your cell, the mattress is a little thicker. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what it comes down to here. But we're both in a cell. Wake right. up. Right. Okay, what's it? Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, every time I I post we're looking for plaintiffs. It goes off on a tangent. I pay my $40 a year NRA dues. Why don't I have carry yet? It's because of people like you, Anthony Calandro. We don't have carry in New Jersey. Well, I can tell you and I've repeated this many times. You will miss this bitch when he's out of the game. Hey, and that brings us to something. Look, we got to set up some sort of a, and I'm serious about this. We have to set, set up some sort of a way, a mechanism for us to communicate with one another when our show gets removed. Um, <laughs> you know we're going to be censored. And you, you know that we may just overnight lose our, our whole connection with the audience. So, you know, if if we're pulled from all the podcast platforms for, for, you know, in the future. And again, that is a real possibility now. Do you know how empowered big tech is going to be oh come God. January 6th? Oh, my God. They're blatantly doing whatever they want now. Yeah. I mean, my, my Instagram, I keep losing followers. I've been in jail twice. I lost my Twitter. No one sees my Facebook posts right. anymore. Right. It, it's it, And everything you post, a warning is attached to it, okay? they it, The full run is going to go on. There's going to be... 10,000 people that run this country of 330 million people within a year. That's right. No, Get you're, used you're, you're to absolutely it. absolutely right. The media is going to start a full court press. Uh, we thought the disinformation was bad before. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. The brainwashing yeah. will yeah. be complete. Yeah. The, the, the liberal colleges, universities, uh, elementary schools, grade schools, high schools, it, it's all done. But eventually we're going to run out of everyone's money. Right. And then people will be taking to the streets, like you said, rolling blackouts. You'll be standing in line all day for shoes. And it's going to come because all the incentive to work and it's try to get right. to middle yes. class or upper middle class will be gone shortly. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. And these top elites that don't believe in wearing deodorant or grooming and everything will be our puppet masters. And it's not hyperbole. I mean, if, no. you, if you can't see that... Uh, dear listener, you have your head square up your ass. 
Listen, I just got an email now. You know, we had Jeff from Sons of Liberty Survival Outfitters on, which, yeah. you know, supports small business America. Yeah. And I promote him all the time and everything. He's on Instagram and Facebook and everything. So you get a 10% discount if you mention them. A lot of people come in. We give free gun rentals, too. He wrote, Morning Ant, the social media censorship has gone into overdrive and small businesses are dying like crazy. Sons of Liberty has been blocked from Facebook and Instagram without a reason giving, including my wife and brothers, who's an active uh, duty military, personal accounts. We're going to be sending an email out to all members and businesses soon. Uh, we are not worried because we're in the process of building our own platform, but I'd love to come back on the show if you'd have me to talk about New Jersey gun owners and how we fight back. I also want to bring a proposal to ANGRPC, and I'd be interested to see uh, who you think would be the best contact. I'll respond to your email later, Jeff. I'm in the middle of doing a show now. So you see, it's it, they're just going to keep, the purge is going to continue. Yeah, it's happening um, to, uh, I, I spoke to Knappen, and Knappen was saying that uh, of the uh, tens of thousands of followers he has, Less than 50 of his posts are getting out on Facebook. And he's been in Facebook jail over some shit, he said, um, you know, for over a month now. And they won't even let him buy advertising. Yeah, yeah I, I gave up on the advertising. To be honest, just so I could stay alive on social media, I haven't been posting videos or ants yeah. rants no, or anything. No, you can't. You can't. I, because the warnings come up. I, I've just – and listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's not because I lost my fire. Right. Okay, but yeah. we can't put out 100% of what we put out. Then we get, like, I got, just got locked out for seven days on Instagram. You know, I didn't want to get locked out during this crucial time. I wanted to keep abreast of what's going on. But probably by the summer, we'll all be locked out. I mean, and, then, and, and, right? and you see why I'm in check every single week when it comes to the medical side of this thing, of this fiasco of the, uh, that is going on. And there is so much I am so angry about that I cannot speak about because immediately we, we, will, we will be banned. If that gives you a clue as to what I'm trying to allude to. Yep. So we can't we can't say anything. Get ready for the second lockdowns. It's going to be all non-essential businesses again. It's going to be hard because uh, Murphy is going to in implement these huge draconian lockdowns to try to reverse this uh, slow growth that's been going on. So it, it's coming. It, it's it's coming. Well, and it's you know all what? about power too, Ant. It's all about you know they've got to continue the thing. You know, the longer you keep people out of churches and donating to organizations, they want to do away with the tax deduction for nonprofits. And I sit on the board of a number of nonprofit organizations that will they'll be out of business. They'll they'll be gone. They'll be gone if if the tax deduction stops because and if people are worried about how to eat, which is what's going on in Venezuela and Cuba and all the other socialist havens in the world, which is slowly going to be coming to America because we are just a, a bunch of droids marching in lockstep because of bad orange man. I need everybody to be hyper vigilant. I want to discuss something. Uh, as the second lockdowns uh, proceed, uh, well, all of you are coming short on uh, commercial breaks. So, do you want to do it after the break? Oh my God, I can't believe I've got to work with you. <laughs> Maybe not for long. Yeah, so NRA instructor classes with Chuck Leonard. We have pistol instructor, rifle instructor, range safety officer, chief range safety officer coming up. Go on to the Gun for Hire website and looky looky for Demi Demi. And then when we come back, I'm going to talk about something I'm very, very concerned about.
For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Okay, we're back. You heard that? No, I did oh. not. No, so no one the, heard that. All right, so here's the deal. We just had daylight savings time. We did. Winter is here. And you're concerned about that? No, no, no. Oh. Between it getting dark early, the winter months are coming, yeah. the holidays are coming, Ooh. depression spikes. Yep. Every mental health professional will tell you that. Uh, Pirelli has told me that. Dr. Optoff has told me that. And now with lockdowns on top of that. Oh, boy. With uncertainty of the future and the 24-hour news cycle 20, pushing yep. doom and gloom. Perfect storm. It's not good. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, any friends, family members, co-workers or anything that start to exhibit signs of doom and gloom, you know, or it's not going to get better, or they start to detach, or they're just not their fun-loving self anymore, or you catch them making comments that seem a little off-color that under normal circumstances you'd laugh it off. Please, there are helplines everywhere. There's text lines. There's phone lines. Uh, 
reach out and help those people, check in on those people. He's also, the governor is limiting us. We can only have six people at our house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. You see how, how ma- this works? How many people are going to be sitting home alone that maybe used to go to their aunt or uncle's house or a co-worker's house, and it gave them something to look forward to? You know, they make their fa- fa- famous casserole, or they go to the bakery and pick up dessert, and at least they have a little bit of a festive day. Limiting. He wants us to rat on our neighbors. There's a tip line, Governor Murphy, okay? If you see yeah. somebody having more than six people at your house, he wants it reported. So that, so that I guess the brown shirts are going to come Thanksgiving that's- Day. That's exactly and knock on your door yes. to see how many yep. people are are in your house. That is exactly what's happening. So the mental health concern is really, really bothering me because it's something that lays under the surface. But, you know, you're going to see suicide numbers go up, depression, psychotropic drugs, whatever, whatever it is people are going to have to do. It's it's not it's not good. You know, people, again, are going to lose their jobs. Restaurants are going to close again. Retail is going to close again. You know, Jeff Bezos will buy another mansion in Silicon Valley because everybody will be the only place to go will be online to buy from uh, uh, Whole Foods, get your uh, toilet paper delivered. To Correct. Mark Zuckerberg will end up buying the entire island that he's been buying all the properties around his house, yeah, whatever island right. he's on right now. He'll end up having the whole island by uh, by the end of 2021. So please remain vigilant with your friends and family, please. Uh, I have some letters I want to read before I do some learning stuff. So, Can, can I add to something that you just said? Please, Sandy. You're the doctor. Uh, I would just say, look, you know, from the standpoint of not giving up hope and the standpoint of just keeping touch with one another, uh, it's it's going to be a very it's going to be a very difficult time. You think 2020 was a bad year. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 2021 is going to be a sideways shit show. Yep. And um, we really need to hunker down. Uh, if you are in debt Pay those damn debts off. Get out of debt as quickly as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a prepper. I don't know anything about that, but I would. I'm Italian, so I've got enough food in my closet to feed probably a family of seven for the next two years. Um, but seriously, put, you know, put back some food. Um, look at the things that disappeared during the pandemic the last time and uh, stock up on some of those things. Um, a key to that was, you know, toilet paper for whatever reason that was. Um, go to a <laughs> restaurant. Ammo. Ammo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ammo and toilet paper. I don't, I'm not, just, I don't see the correlation. But, uh, you know, things like that, it's, it was about supply chain. And, and take a look at how, where the supply chain broke down and use your own judgment and start stocking up on those things, I would say. But the big thing, I think, is to just stay, look, stay close to one another. And, 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 um, just love each other, man, and and don't fall for this bullshit of going out there and 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 uh, and doing what they did. That's exactly what they're waiting for. Yep, it's not a good thing. I'm sorry, um, man. No, it's good. I got this. Uh, Joe Chismar um, sent me an email. 
Hi, Anthony. Hopeful as well. I know you were asking for experiences with the new FAR system. I'm in Bayonne, and I put in for permits on September 29th. I got a call that they were ready today, November 5th. This is a huge improvement over the past few years, which were at least eight weeks. I would call after eight weeks and maybe get them a couple weeks after that. Looking forward to the pen class tonight at Gun for Hire. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do for us gun nuts. Stay well, Joe. Uh, so that's one report. And then I have here on one of your recent shows, you re requested individuals who apply for a permit. This is from a guy named Rich. Uh, 10 4 handgun purchase permit application submitted. 10 7 history check completed. 10 8 references completed. 10 30 application approved permits issued. 26 days, man. Wow. So we're getting under that 30 days. Here's another one. Um, Anthony, took me four months to get my handgun permits. Hamilton Township, what is really going on? The electric permit system is easy and it works aside from delays. Obviously, he did it from the paper system in the beginning. He wrote, correct me if I'm incorrect, but if someone is pulled over or otherwise run through Nick's Mars, does it come up that a person has an FID holder or not? No, it does not come up that you have an FID when they run a background check on you uh, if you're pulled over by a cop. Uh, they don't link together. Yet. But if the town responds to your home, they know. Of course, because they have your folder. Right. Wherever your firearms ID card is, the police department has a folder of all the guns that you own that they've received a copy of the purchase permits, the pistol permits. Uh, he also asked me to address uh, address Banger Bong, which I did already, um, uh, uh, so I'm okay with that. Of course, George Olchesky said, you know, we already know what Biden is planning as far as gun restrictions go. He wants Beto O'Rourke to be as guns are. You know, we know that already. Yeah. It, the, the fight is on. I, I don't know how much fight I have left. The fight I, is I, over. I, I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> the mean, fight is I over now. Now's the wrong time, guys. Yeah. Now's the wrong time. We we begged. We pleaded. We we did whatever we could. And some listened, some didn't. So with all of these criminals being released early, uh, many of them are out committing crimes already. But I read this. Uh, the Depth Ford police have charged four people in a string of uh, convenience store burglaries, armed robbery. Yeah. And this is a learning segment that's in my uh, yet-to-be-named book. Uh, <laughs> Anybody have ideas what I should call the book? Uh, I, I, this is a great idea, I like right? Buy Sandy? this book, bitches. Okay, buy this book, bitches. I don't think like this. Fearless, crime proof, and uh, don't steal this book. I need the money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that wins. I got it. You got That's it, right? What, that yeah. wins. I'm don't, with you on that one. Yeah, don't steal the book. I need this money. <laughs> I need the money. Uh, bitches. So. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, seriously. Um, <laughs> maybe don't steal this book. I need the money. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I'm trying to move to the new Venezuela. I'm trying to move. Uh, to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did I tell you I'm not a liberal Democrat? Yes. Oh, okay, I just wanted to uh, put that out there on record. <laughs> I support socialism. So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, crime is, is very high in convenience stores. <laughs> and it's one of the most dangerous jobs in the country. Amen. You know, 24-hour convenience stores get robbed a lot. And now with all of these criminals being released and more lockdowns coming and the economy getting ready to shit the bed. Shit the bed. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, remember, remember those raises you got last year? <laughs> yeah, forget it. Let's Let's put our thinking caps on. So... 
some of these inner city convenience stores and bodegas, I hate them because the windows are completely covered. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. either with advertising posters and now with, you know, all the peaceful protesting, the two plywood. <laughs> plywood. <laughs> you know, so decorative plywood. <laughs> yeah, and they're painting so, it now. On, yeah. Did you see on Fifth Avenue they're painting yes. it, you know. Yeah, it makes me feel so much better. Uh <laughs> So let's 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 assume that you're driving to a convenience store any hour, any time of the day. So we talk about normalcy bias. Uh, pull into a convenience store parking lot. Uh, don't get out of your car immediately. Scan the area. Does everything look all right? If it's kind of brisk business, are people walking in and out of the convenience store? Is it kind of stagnant? No one walking around. So get out of your car. Obviously, don't leave your children in there unless it's the one demon seed, right? <laughs> so if, if if you have that one demon seed and you want to take a risk and leave it Benji, them in a, you stay here. Yeah, in a running car with the key in the ignition and the windows down. I mean, that's that's entirely up to you. But otherwise, so now you park, you scan a little bit. 10, 15 seconds of your life, get out of your car, lock your car, proceed to the convenience store. As you're walking up, just take a look in the windows. Does everything look right? Are people making coffee? Are people shopping? Or does the guy behind the counter look like he's being held at gunpoint? <laughs> Do you know how many people every year walk into oh, yeah. active crime scenes? Sure. Thousands. Thousands, yeah. Okay. So you want to look. So now, I always used to joke about this on the show, but when I go in a convenience store, I like kind of mind my business. If I need a cup of coffee or something, I go get it. I keep my head down, and I walk up to the counter, and I pay, and I walk out. Now, if let's say two guys come in and start holding the place up. Just try to keep your head down, mind your own business, don't move, don't no rash moves or anything. And I've joked about this for years, but if they come in and they rob the, the register and run out, okay, if you want me to stay around and give a police report, I will. I'll do my civic duty. But if the bad guys suddenly announce they want everybody to go in the back room or something, oh, th- th- then we have then we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I would probably unarmed, either with a pen or a knife or even nothing. I would probably at that point uh, take the issue. The second I find where the gun is not pointed at me or something, I'm going to have to go through some kind of situation because I'm not going to be executed in a back right. room. Yeah, which happens. Are, yeah, which, gonna... yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it really happens a lot. So you have to really be hyper vigilant of what is going on in your surroundings. Uh, try to you know keep your again your head down if you you know because people get nervous when they're robbing something that the clock is ticking the friend might be outside in the car and it's taking longer than they expected to get the money out of the cash register or the cigarettes or the lottery tickets they want to steal whatever the hell may go on and if you make eye contact with one of them then the next thing you think is oh he he made eye contact he's got to be exterminated or something so you know if there's any way you can find cover. Remember now, there's cover and concealment, right? So concealment, you can stand behind paper towels. That would be concealment. But cover would be to stand behind the machine that make that has the ice in it. Or if they have a, a pallet of bottled water. Mm. You know, if there's a pallet of bottled water, that's a pretty good thing to stand behind yeah. uh, in a convenience store. But again, you have to survey the whole area. Is there any other exits? Is there a back door? There's just so much that you have to take in. You just can't walk into a convenience store with your head down, use the restroom, make a cup of coffee. You know, when I was in Arizona, when I was in Tucson at the NRA thing, I pulled up to the convenience store. All the windows were covered. There wasn't a car in the parking lot. 
I sat there for about three minutes and I just checked the GPS for the hotel I was going to. And while I was doing that, this so typical Tucson, Arizona, uh, a pickup truck pulled up, like a, a, an 80s pickup truck that was all sun-worn, and two American Indians got out. Two Native Americans hmm. got out, and they walked in. And then when they walked in, I got out of the car, I locked the car, and I walked in behind them. And one of the older gentlemen was talking to the lady behind the counter who happened to also be a Native American who was working there. I said hello. I was cordial. I got a cup of coffee. I got a bottle of water. I may have gotten a little snacky cake or something, you know, because I'm traveling alone and there's no witnesses. And I paid and I walked out and the two of them were still in there. But, you know, I'm in a strange place. I had just landed in Phoenix. I was driving to Tucson. I had no weapons on me. So the only weapon I had was my brain. So, again, you need to practice this. And this could be practiced if, you, if you're using a laundromat. If you're walking into a dry cleaner, if you're walking into a deli or something, I just, I just don't park the car and get it, get out and walk right into anything. And so it's a good learning experience. So all of you are listening. The next time you're in your car, and you park in a convenience store, whether it's a Wawa, Quick Check, a Seven Eleven, or whatever, do what I did. Just stop for a second, survey the area, then put the take the key out of the car and proceed to walk in with your head on a swivel looking around you know when i make coffee i don't want my back to the door right you, you know i'll go yeah. walk around the other side of the counter right. if possible I, I i it's just inherent in me but i'd like you to see you all exhibit that and then i would like to, you to teach your siblings and your family and your loved ones that when your kids leave to go to college when they allow uh face-to-face -face training and indoctrination again in 2087 You'll want them to be able to do that, you know, and not just have head and ass disease, as I like to call it. So, again, just another learning exercise. Now, I normally carry a tactical pen and I carry some kind of edged weapon with me, too. So I don't feel completely naked, you know. Uh, they frown upon it when I bring my uh, six-foot dory, uh, you know, my uh, Spartan spear in, in convenience stores with me that Henry Montefront made for me. Yeah, that right. you, I usually, Unless it's Halloween, you can't really pull that off, you know. Or if you're a Viking, I guess. But... Just something to be hyper vigilant and aware. Also, be careful when you're taking your money out. If you have what looks like a large wad of cash, somebody in that convenience store or that parking lot can be watching you. It's also a great time to maybe use your, you know, your debit card or your credit card. But make sure that you're putting it into an actual machine, just like at a gas station, like it doesn't have a reader on it, because they have these little things they put on top of them that steal all of your data off of your uh, credit card. Uh, they're called skimmers. Yep. So make sure it looks like an actual credit card machine when you're putting that card in. And if it's, a, if it's a debit card and you have a PIN number, make sure you guard that PIN number. And then put everything in the bag and your head up and walk out of that convenience store with a purpose, not with your head down. Survey the area. Make sure there's nobody checking you out. Make sure it doesn't look like you're being set up to be robbed. Get your ass in the car. Lock the doors. Then start the car up. Then pull out of that parking lot. Or at least what I like to do is I back out of my spot, Sandy. And I pull towards the exit close to the highway, like if I'm exiting to a street or a highway, yeah. and I'll stay far to the right, and I'll keep the car in drive with my foot on the brake, and that's where I'll unwrap my snappy cake, snacky cake or get the lid popped open for my coffee or whatever. You know, that's like kind of where I do everything. So if somebody was to approach me, I could just pull away. 
I don't want to be trapped. Like, you don't want to be sitting in your car and another car pulls up behind you and blocks you in. And then, like, two guys, one comes to the driver's side, one comes to the passenger side. What are you going to do? Right. You know, these are things right. you have to – you always yeah. have to think about stuff stuff like right. this. And, again, you, you know, they know. Not many people do. You know, when I was in Arizona, the rental car had stickers on it that it was a rental car. That's you, you know, really you, bad. You, you, yeah, yeah, you know, and they see that, and they, they took them have, off, but then they keep the barcodes on the side of the windows. That, that's know? what they had. They had the rental car barcode uh, and the parking lot it was allowed to go in at the Phoenix airport. And if you're and a you shitbag, you know that thieves know that it's a <laughs> rental car, so they know that I'm there on business. Right. Okay, so it's it's going to happen. And uh, I just want everybody to be hyper vigilant about that stuff with your friends and your family. When you go in, you know, when women and children are a liability, and I do not mean that from a sexist standpoint. There are plenty of women who go through life in condition yellow, plenty. But what happens is a lot of times in a traditional family, you have an alpha and you have a beta. It could be a same-sex relationship. It could be two guys, and the man, one man will be the alpha, and the other one will be the beta. If they're two alphas, they'll end up killing each other. Right? <laughs> right? So it's, it stands for anybody. You don't want to let your guard down. You want to take the role of the alpha when you're the responsible one, putting yourself in, in, in situations like that. Again, I'm reading more and more about convenience stores getting robbed. You know, it's quick money. Pull up, yeah, gun, yeah, right, $200 right. out of the register, <clears throat> five cartons of cigarettes, and zip away. You don't want to end up in the crossfire. That's, that's, gonna, that's my you know, goal. With uh, how many criminals getting released on a weekly basis here in New Jersey, uh, that's gonna the, the the possibilities are gonna really increase, don't you think? Correct. Oh, increase dramatically. And then the last thing I wanted to add was, you know, I keep saying support small businesses because the lockdowns are coming. I'm reluctant with gift certificates because I'm wondering how many small businesses are still going to be open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what you can do for now is continue to order takeout, continue to go visit these local restaurants and delis and mom and pop places as much as you possibly can, uh, because Walmart and Target and you know I don't know what's the other place Kohl's they're all still going to be there. Uh, Amazon's still going to be there. And Although you're not you don't gonna... know, because I mean I told my wife to use her Macy's gift certificate. She gets she has a. A stockpile of those things because they're filing for bankruptcy. She better burn them up. Yeah, she she better burn them up. Somebody else just filed for bankruptcy across the entire country. I I, I can't. Lord and Taylor. <sighs> yeah, no, it was somebody else just filed for bank. Another uh, big chain filed for bankruptcy. Uh, so it's it's just every day. It's another. Uh, and e even though like J C Penney's was was uh, bought out by. Um, Simon Properties, right? Yes. But uh, how long do you think malls are going to stay, be in existence? Oh, malls are almost gone. Right. So mall, mall, Malls are gone. Retail bank bankruptcies are at an all-time high yeah. right now. And, uh, you know, we've lost, and a lot of them were anchored in malls. You're right. Lord & Taylor, Lane Bryant, Brooks Brothers, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah 600 right. restaurants. Century yeah. 21 stores. GNC, JCPenney, J. Crew, uh, Neiman Marcus, Pier One, Steinmart, uh, Joseph A. Banks. They're all, some of them are, are re restructuring, but the writing's on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have an Amazon Go store opening in Woodland Park, Sandy. You're kidding. Yeah, it was a Fairway Market, and Amazon bought it. They're opening one in Woodland Park and one Fairways in Fairways is closed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these are one of the uh, stores where you, you put everything in your cart and walk out, and it bills you. Yeah. 
like there's no people there or some crap like that. I don't fully understand how the whole thing works, but uh, yeah, big brother think, watching exactly. Yeah, there's what scanners everywhere. Yeah. As soon as you walk in, you take your app out, and it knows you walked in the store, and whatever you take, it bills you for at the end. So. Um, I got a notice from PayPal the other day that said that, uh, you know, due, due to security administration, security uh, such and such, uh, PayPal is monitoring everything you buy and who you hmm. transact business with. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing can go wrong there. Oh, no, 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 no. No. What, what could possibly go wrong there? My, uh, my credit card was hacked on Amazon. Oh, good God, so, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, my credit card was hacked on Amazon. I uh, I went to, uh, I got a, an alert that I got a $50 charge, then a $400 charge, then a $500 wow. charge. And they weren't mine, and I contacted Amex, and they pulled them all, and they sent me a new credit card the next day. That's another great thing is to have the uh, apps alert you yeah. on, on your phone yep. when the charge, because I'm like, wait a minute, I don't. what the hell is this? I yeah, didn't buy exactly. anything. right. And, and they I went start my, popping up one after the other. And nothing showed up on my Amazon account. So they obviously no, they used no. a different account with my credit card. Yeah. And Amex was great. I got a new credit card the next no, day, which is annoying because now it has new numbers. And I know. Now you got to change everything uh, that you have. Yeah, it's, uh, but better that than come home to $30,000 worth of charges. You know, for you youngsters out there. Uh, in the old days, we we wouldn't know we got scammed until we got our statement in the right, mail at the end right. of the month. So <laughs> I remember too <clears throat> when Visa debit cards first came out, we got hit for like twenty thousand bucks on a debit card that someone used, you know, as an expense account in the city, and uh, we didn't know about it until the bank account was cleared out, and and because it was, we had to fight it in court because uh, Visa, it had a Visa name on it. But it wasn't covered, you know, by the their protection or whatever. And I'm like, it's bullshit. Then the bank better be doing it. Somebody's got to uh, make good for this. But it took us almost a year to get that money back. Yeah, yeah. You know what would fix all the problems we have uh, with the elec election, Sandy? If everybody voted in person with an ID. Yeah, yeah, that would instantly, it would instantly fix. I mean, when you think about it, if you want to do voting, we have blockchain for God's sake. Yeah, you could, everybody could vote using blockchain. It's incorruptible. Yes, it's <laughs> unbelievable. But you know, like Joseph Stalin said, those who cast the votes decide nothing. Those who yep. count the votes decide everything. Yes, sir. You don't get. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. And they're throwing ballots out and filling out blank ballots and everything. Tin pot dictatorship. <laughs> I never thought I'd see welcome it in my to, lifetime. Welcome to the U.S., the new banana republic. <laughs> I never thought I'd see it, but guess what? You know what? Let them run things for a couple of years. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's you know? <laughs> If we can hold. Hey, look, I'm old. I don't care. Yeah, shit. I'm going to be 60 soon. <laughs> Let them run it for a few years. Let's see how it works out. That's right. Yeah, we're going to be taking the red pill or the blue pill or whatever, the one that keeps us somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, comrades, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of my comrade and show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at the Good Socialist Broadcasting Network in New York City. We love you guys. Keep start, the faith. 
Start drinking vodka. Start drinking heavily. <laughs> vodka. <laughs> Thank God pot is legal. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Bye, Chong. Oh, <laughs> get off me. The dog is on me. The dog is on me. All right. We got to go. Oh. <laughs>